0: And the best part? You can try it yourself with their 7-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's TV slash poppods to get 50% off your first month.
1: What's up, metalheads? This is Steve Zetroshuza from Exodus and Hatred. And you are talking metal. So when you're not talking metal and you're listening to it, start a pit in your living room.
2: Hey, this is Mark Striegel. We are here in Montreal. Mitch Lafon is with me. Good day, good day. And welcome to another edition, a special edition of Talking Metal. We are backstage in the VIP ten here at Heavy Montreal. That's right. I flew up earlier today, the second day of two days, or is it technically three days, Mitch?
3: No, it's two. Yeah. There, there, there's a sort of a pre-show on the Friday, but it's not really part of the festival. It's sort of... Right. associated loosely associated with it but no we have uh, th- these two days a saturday sunday second weekend of august every year and, and of course metallica this year and in the background if you can hear the the, the noise we've got epica playing behind us epica, yeah which i got some great pictures of them i'm going to post them in today's show notes but first and foremost
2: let's talk about last night you were yeah. at the show last night all day yesterday actually but let's specifically uh, talk about last night, Metallica. I was here
3: 14 hours yesterday. Wow. <laughs> it's,
2: a, it's, a, it's a bit intense. Yeah. Incredible. What about Metallica?
3: How was it, uh, how many people do you speculate were here? It, it was phenomenal. I mean, there was about 50,000 people here last night and I've just never seen the crowd. The cr- <laughs> I've never seen the crowd so full. I mean, you know, it was, it was, they, they lined up at about five in the morning. Wow. And the opening band at 12.30 in previous years usually plays to crickets. This year, the opening band at 12.30, which was Monster Truck, a band I interviewed on -on one-on-one, played to over 40,000 people. That's incredible. At at lunchtime. Yeah. That's the Metallica effect. Yeah. You know? Absolutely crazy. And who else did you see yesterday that you enjoyed? Wow, yesterday? um, I'm trying to remember, actually. Um, Who did I see? I saw Monster Truck. Uh, I saw the Dropkick Murphys, and of course, Anthrax was here. Um, always great to see Anthrax. They yes. have a solid show every year, and Charlie Benente is probably the greatest metal drummer. Cool. He, he's, he's just, you know, he's just great.
2: Excellent. On that note, let's get into a little Anthrax here on Talking Metal. Just heard was a little Anthrax here on Talking Metal, Mitch. A band we saw earlier today on the Sunday performance here at Heavy Montreal was Exodus. Yeah, now, we kind of had the A B interview thing going with one on one with Mitch Lafon, your podcast and my podcast Talking Metal. You interviewed Zetro, Steve Zetro, the, the new
3: old singer, the new old singer, Or oh, the old new singer. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't figured that one out yet. Right. And you had we the... had Rob
2: Dukes on recently, and I think we both got to blabbermouth the. Uh, headline and, of course, Brave Words Brave Words and, Uh, and
3: yeah, Melodic Rock picked it up also, and Loudwire, I think, also. Yeah, a lot of great sites picked it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of interest in the fact that the old singer is now, again, the new singer, and they've got a new album coming out and a new sort of purpose, and, you know, Rob got dumped.
2: Yeah, he did, (laughs) and, you know, there's no no beating around the bush with that, and it's too bad it had to end the way it... It did. However, the performance today, the crowd was going crazy. I, yeah. I, was, I was very impressed that there had to be 15,000 to 20,000 people there yeah. at And 2-15. we're talking mid-afternoon at 2.15. is when they went on. And the fists and hands in the air, it, it, there was just a lot of power out there and a lot of crowd response.
3: That's the great thing about Heavy Montreal. You know, I've seen shows all around the world and when you get into Detroit and to Boston, you got some crazy crowds. But when you get to Montreal or Quebec, when it comes to metal, it's just insane. I mean, yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a burning hot day, it's got to be 95 degrees. And they're throwing their fists up in the air. And they still got 10 hours of show to go.
4: Yeah,
2: absolutely. And another cool thing about Heavy Montreal this year that, I, that I'm seeing is there is a diversity of metal bands here. Yeah. You're getting death angel you're getting more harder heavier acts exodus for example but you're also getting twisted sister you're also getting some melodic body count symphonic metal with epica body count i don't even know how you classify them but they're playing shortly i think mitch and i are going to go check them out
3: well we also had grim skunk which is a band i interviewed for one-on-one and they're they're described as world punk and yesterday we had the dropkick murphy's which is certainly not metal right so, you know, as long as it's loud, I think it qualifies. I got you. Cool. And we, just, <laughs> we know, actually just had the guy
2: from uh, Bad, Bad Religion. Bad Religion sitting next to us, right? SoCal punk band uh, here who I like, but I don't even know enough about them to go say hello to the guy because I don't yeah, know Yeah, and name. unfortunately,
3: I, what fans can see, you've got Ailstorm right here over to our left doing an interview. Uh, right. We had Baby Metal back here in this VIP doing interviews yesterday. Oh, you, cool. Uh, Did they lead play singer, yesterday? yeah, Baby oh, wow, Metal was here. Wow. They were the second band, and they okay. played to forty-five thousand people. You know, half an hour after the first band, there was five extra thousand people that streamed ba- in.
2: Baby Metal, I don't know much about them, but they are getting a lot of press. They've been opening up the Lady Gaga tour, I which, I, uh, you know, there's kind of a, a shtick there. Would you call it? Um, yeah, that's it. what it is. Yeah, yeah.
3: But you know, it's no different than what Alice Cooper was back in the day, or what Kiss was back in the day. I mean, that was very shticky for what it was. Yes, that's true. So. That's true. You know, it's just the new, the new shtick for the health, you know, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Uh, so there's all sorts of people back here in the VIP
2: tent. There are computers. You yeah, we got Blackguard and Cataclysm back up. here, too. Yes. And uh, I'm looking forward to Body Count, looking forward to Twisted Sister, looking forward to Slayer, who will end tonight, day two of Heavy Montreal. Any yeah. guesses about next year, Mitch?
3: You know next year because we had Metallica either they got to bring him back or they got to go to Black Sabbath or they got to bring back Iron Maiden who played here I believe it was 2008 okay and that also had about 45,000 people for it so yeah. they, it's got to be one of those I mean you, you can't go with Pretty Boy Floyd or Tough right you got yes, <laughs> you, that's you, you true. got you got to really pick it up that's true and what about your podcast who do you have coming up wow uh, a bunch of people we got uh, Mike Tramp coming up from White Lion Okay. Uh, we've got Tom Hamilton of Aerosmith coming up, um, Charm City Devils coming up, um, or just a bunch. There's Loretta Carr of, uh, you know, Eric Carr's sisters coming up. Yes, uh, a bunch of you know, a mix of metal Tom and Tom Hamilton. Did you say that? Tom Hamilton, yeah, yeah of Aerosmith, and um, got Joseph Williams of Toto. Um, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing sort of everybody right keeping it interesting so there's cool. gonna be some melodic rock some heavy metal some kiss stories yes and of course we've got rust Dwarf for the killer dwarfs is always on there and yeah. uh, always ready to chat and they're being inducted into the Canadian Hall of Fame oh, on cool. September cool. Oh, 19th I believe uh, but I do want to mention one more thing about tonight because we haven't seen him yes. yet but Lamb of God is coming up oh yes and they were on the festival last year just when he got arrested And so they had to cancel their performance. So this is a return tonight. So there's sort of an extra special meaning for them to be here because, you know, they had that unfortunate incident and now they get to come back and give the fans what they missed last year.
2: Excellent. And on that note, let's get into a little Lamb of God, a band that has uh, used to come on Talking Metal frequently. We haven't had them on in a while. Last time I saw Lamb of God, I believe was out in California at the Long
3: Beach Arena, the same place um, Motley Crue made famous. Well, no, that was Iron Iron Maiden made made
2: famous with Live After Death. They recorded three of the four sides of Live After Death there. So, um, so, so that's that. So let's get into a little redneck. This is Lamb of God. Perfect. Check 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 check.
1: Cool. Oh, I don't need to sit. Go ahead. And oh, have a okay, seat, brother. Yeah. I'm
2: all good. We'll make it real quick. I'm all
1: good. That's okay, man. It doesn't it need to be as long as you want. Whatever questions you need, you take care. Cool. Thanks, okay?
2: Steve. Hey, this is Mark Striegel of Talking Metal. What you just heard was a little lamb of God. and we have Steve Zetral from Exodus here with us. How you doing, Steve? What's
1: happening, man? How you doing today? We are doing great.
2: Great set, by Thank the you. way. Great day. I mean, you guys went on early. What 2:15 2, 15 2 15, or something? right? Yeah. And you must have already had like 15 to 20,000 people here. Yeah. Great Every response. fist in the air, bodies flying. How did it feel out there today? Amazing. Yeah.
1: Amazing. We'll make them put those fists in the air by force, but they were with us completely, 100%, and uh, to look out in the crowd and see all them Exodus T-shirts and everybody banging and thrashing in the pit. What a better day! You can't have a better day than that. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. And Exodus has had a long career at this point. And uh, what I what struck me is the young faces up front. I mean, I saw young girls. This wasn't just a male thing. I saw like teenage girls up there just pounding,
1: going crazy. Did you see the little kid on his dad's shoulders with with the, with the, the yellow it. hat yeah. on, with yeah. the horns in the air? I got a I picture love of him that. Yeah. I, that's what yeah. I come. I, yeah. I I covet that. I think yeah. that's so great. And and again. Being around almost thirty years and having those new fans is right. is it makes it all worth it again. It's all worth it anyway, but it's just great to be out there and, and, right. and doing it,
2: man. And why do you think like when I saw Exodus when I was a kid, it was all You're like, still a
1: kid. <laughs> well thank you. But it was
2: all teenage males. But now out in the crowd you got guys in their fifties, all the way down to these these like thirteen year old girls pounding, the little kid you mentioned. Why is why is the music now more a, a wider appeal than it was back in the day.
1: I don't think it's. Um, I think back then it was kind of a close club we were all a part of. Right. And if you knew about this type of new sound that's been invented, thrash metal, you know, you, you join on, you jump on the party. And I think I remember the crowds in the beginning; they were all guys yeah. at first, you yes. know. And and then as it evolved, it's you know through the '90s where it was kind of dead, and then 2000 where it really kind of came back. Because Exodus reformed in 2002, kind of right. to get back to do. We did Temple of the Damned. Yes, yeah, sure. And I think that's where it really started to turn. And, and 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 there were girls, and there were youngsters, and there, you know, again, those 50-year-old guys that are out in the crowd. where there's two of them on stage <laughs> as well, and I'm one of them. So, uh, yeah. so uh, I think that you stay true to form too. Right. We've never really um, strayed away from the from the formula. We've always been heavy. We've always been Exodus, regardless of. Who's been there at the time, you know right. what I mean? If it was not Paul, it was me. If it wasn't me, it was Rob, you know? Sure. And we've always kept that that ferocity, you know? Like, you see, we get up there. You know, I'm 50 years old, but when I get up there, I'm like a run riot. Like, I'm 25, man. Right on. And, I, and, and that's what I mean. The music makes me do that. And yeah. like it does to everyone in the crowd, you know? And so I think that that's why it's still so relevant, you know? The crowd becomes... As much a part of the show as the band does, really. Yes. And I think that in other forms of music, even other forms of metal, that's not so, you know, prevalent. It's not. Right it doesn't happen. But for thrash, and they're they're part of us, man. They're out there. I, I'm feeling the blood from those guys in the pit, man. You know, and I'm feeling all the all the front murdering the front row, right you not, know. Right so not. it's
2: great. Now you were out of the Exodus fold for ten nine, years. ten years. Ten years. How did you end up getting back? What what initially was there an initial phone call that came in? Was it
1: something you were kind of expecting? Was it a surprise? Never expected. A bit right. surprised. Um, I got a call from management asking me if they, if I would like to, uh, sing some songs, and they wanted to hear what I it wasn't really an audition. They just had some new songs, and they were yeah. like, "Hey Zay, you want to come in? We we have some new songs. We want to hear what you sound like on these new songs." Right. On. And to me, it was human nature is speculation okay what do they want do they want me to rejoin the band do they want me to just sing a song or two do they want to do a tour and maybe they're going to bring some of the retro stuff from the past and Mm -hmm. some of the stuff i I wasn't really quite sure yeah i wasn't really made privy to that information either and then it came out a couple of days later that they wanted me to rejoin the band okay And, and they were wondering hey do you do you want to do this again are you into this and you know, I have another band with my sons called Hatriot, which mm-hmm. I've been doing for the past couple of years. We have a couple of records out with them, so I'm vocally, I'm in tune completely, yeah. you know, and I'm ready. And basically, I'm at my age now where I just want to play metal. This is okay. all I want to do. So I'm going to kind of do what Gary does. When Gary's away with Slayer, I'll play with Hatriot. Okay, you know, getcha. when Exodus calls, I'm back with Exodus. So definitely going to keep the double duty thing going on for sure. Excellent.
2: Well, we're going to keep this brief because I know you just came off stage, but real quick, tell us about the band you have with your
1: sons. Actually, um, we're called Hatriot. You can catch us at HatriotMetal.com. I formed it with this uh, kid that I met about five years ago. His name's Costa. Costa V, we call him because his last name is so long, I don't don't want any of the metalheads to have to pronounce it. And so we call him Costa V, and uh, he just really struck a chord with me, the way he writes and the way he plays, Okay. and so him and I says, hey, well, let's write a couple of songs together and record them, which we did, and I recorded them at Chuck Billy studio, mm-hmm. uh, Testament studio, and right. I let all my friends hear it, like the guys from Machine Head, the guys from Death Angel, the guy at friends of mine that I trust, and they're like, oh my God, did you rejoin Exodus again? I'm all, no, this is my new band, yeah. and so, you know, they're like, you gotta do this, so Nick and Cody, who are my sons, Nick's my drummer, and, 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 and Cody's my bass player. They weren't really the first members of the band at that play, at, oh, the, right. at their respective instruments. It turned out that way. The original bass player, who was my nephew, really wasn't into it, and Cody's all, well, I could do this, Dad, because Cody was going to school for right. what he does, and I, as a father, <laughs> I make sure that all my children are productive members of society. I don't have any shitheads, so they're all good, good kids. And Nick as well and so I wanted to make sure that his education was taken and it was and he still handles it. So he took over on bass and we had another kid on drums.
4: Right on. And he wanted to play in
1: five different bands and I was like, No, I just wanted to. my son Nick's all I could do it, Dad. I'm like, Okay, yeah, sure. And half heartedly tried him out and he nailed it. Cool. And so here we are, the Partridge yeah. family of metal. <laughs> right, on. right on. Two quick questions, sure. Um, what
2: is the new record? What can we expect? How does it sound? Is this a uh, is this a retro sound or is I would it, say it there's it a moderate? little bit of
1: elements of everything that you've heard of Exodus over the last thirty years. Okay, there is some retro to it. I, I, I believe uh, it's a very fast album, very thrash oriented album. You know, we're we're good with thrash songs and chuggers. This one don't have a lot of chuggers on it. This right. one's really um pedal button um kind of fast. So, okay, um, to me and I know and I. It's the best Exodus album so far to me. Wow, I think yeah. vocally, it's the best performance I've ever done on a record. Okay. And I think as individual players in the band, everybody's really mature and everybody's really on top of their game right now. Okay, so cool. I would have to say, if you loved anything that Exodus hasn't done in the past, but with me or without me, you'll definitely love this for sure.
2: Okay. Well, we will check it out soon, right? When so is it coming October 15th. It okay. drops. It's
1: done. Okay, cool. I was in the band for three days and had to start recording it. So. Wow.
2: Wow. That's okay.
1: I'm ready. Bring it. I'm ready to go.
2: Excellent. One final question. What you're ta- talking metal what we do here is primarily a podcast. One of the first guys to ever do a music rock podcast was a guy named Michael Butler who played in a band with you for a while right. and he has this pretty successful podcast called The Rock and Roll Geek Show. Just curious if you've ever listened to it or if you ever have any contact with Michael Butler. I see anymore. Butler
1: all the time. He actually Did? has a cover band called The Butlers. Oh, okay. And and I see Butler all the time and I go up and sing with them from time to time. They'll like do an ACDC song yeah. and I do ACDC Queen with The Butlers and I'll oh, go up and sing right. with them. So, yes, keep in touch with them, definitely. Yeah, very good. Thanks, Steve. Thank you so much. Thanks to all your listeners, too. Keep
2: it metal. Alright, let's get into a little classic Exodus right now on the Talking Metal podcast with, of course, Zetro on vocals. We're What you just heard was a little exodus here on Talking Metal. And right now, back in the VIP tent here at Heavy Montreal 2014, we have Andy, who is the skipper of 70,000 tons of metal. How are you, Andy? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Now, the the skipper, what does that actually mean? Are you actually up there
5: with the wheel steering the boat and stuff? (laughs) No, no, no. That's just the name that we came up with one day, you know, because right. I'm kind of the guy that came up with the idea, of the crazy okay. idea of 70,000 tons of metal. Cool. And, um, yeah, so I'm still putting it together, kind right. of, you know, with the help of a lot of other people.
2: And what year are you guys in? You've been doing this a number of years it's now, right? It's the fifth
5: year now. Wow, okay, cool. Fifth year. Yeah, plus, cool. plus three and a half years of
2: preparation time before the first one. Excellent. And where can people find out about
5: it? Where do they go? Is there a site? Um, yeah, sure. We have a website, 70,000tons.com. Right, where you find all the information to line up, uh, you can book tickets there. Great. And everything else. Cool. And who can we expect on this on the next seventy thousand tons of metal? As it is always a little tradition with seventy thousand tons of metal, we try to drag things out. Right. So we're gonna have sixty bands uh, for the next edition. Sixty bands. Sixty bands. Uh, we have about half of them announced so far. Yes. Um, some of them are. F- that I can tell you that I already announced Blind Guardian, Apocalyptica, um, Behemoth, Cannibal Corpse, Arch yes. Enemy, lots of other ones. You know? Great, great stuff. The
2: Behemoth and Arch Enemy really excites me. I would love to join you guys. And if I was going to do that, where do you actually set sail from?
5: Um, so this year we are going from uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. Fort Lauderdale is just next to Miami. Sure. Um, and we're going to Ocho Rios in Jamaica. Right, all right. trying to make it a little bit different than some of the other music cruises, making it interesting because we have a lot of repeat customers. Yes. Trying to find a different destination every year. First year we did it, we went to Mexico, and then we went to the Cayman Islands, and we went to Turks and Caicos, and this year we go to Jamaica. Next year, technically. I got you. Yeah. And what type
2: of people ride the cruise? Is this like, are we seeing couples coming? Are we seeing single... People, single guys, single girls, families—is it all sorts or what? All sorts, all
5: sorts. It's it's really. I mean, what is most most remarkable really is um, the uh, the global representation. Um, I mean, on the last cruise, we had people from sixty-two, from sixty-two different countries. Wow! You know, and um, I mean, it's a lot of lot of uh, people that come in groups. You know, like four, five, six, ten people. Yeah. Um, Lots of couples. We have single travelers too. Interestingly enough, a uh, lot of single females. And yes. Some, some okay. people are probably. Well, it's a selling in that. point to uh, certain certain people. Um, I'm I married myself, I, so. <laughs> I don't. I don't really see statistics from other festivals. I don't even know if they do this. I mean, we have it from our from our um, passenger manifest. Okay. And we have, on the last one, we had 38% female, oh, which wow. is like for a metal, yeah. show pretty high. Yes. I, I think so. Yes. So. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And before I let you go, you
2: mentioned that you're kind of the guy who thought up this whole idea. Like, where did this idea come from? Is there is there drinking? Drinking. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair I mean, enough.
5: if you want to, if you want to know the the whole story, um, I live in Vancouver, BC yes. now for uh, eleven years. Part of the country. Yeah, on the end of the country, but yes. still part of the country. Yeah. You know. Um, and um from my old apartment i moved last year from, from my old apartment uh, living downtown i could see the cruise ship here yeah uh in uh, vancouver where all the cruises leave for alaska right so one night almost eight years ago or yeah now no, more than eight years ago i was sitting there on my balcony with a couple of my friends and um we we're drinking some beers probably i had one too many or probably more than one too many and I came up with this idea hey, why don't we charter a cruise ship and like a heavy yeah. metal festival on right everybody was like yeah it's totally crazy it's never gonna work and whatever they're gonna sink the ship they're gonna set it on fire blah 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 you know the old stories and um, well next day I sobered up yeah. I kind of still liked the idea I started right. to write a business plan and well three and a half years later we set sail for the first one
2: very good very good cool Well, the best of luck to you, and give us again the website people should go to for the next
5: uh, cruise. The website for 70,000 tons of metal, the world's biggest heavy metal cruise, is 70,000tons.com. Very good. And again, when is the next cruise setting sail? Um, It leaves January 22nd, uh, coming back on January 26th out of Fort Lauderdale in Florida, going to Ocho Rios in uh, Jamaica. Jamaica. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Andy the skipper of
2: 70,000 tons of metal. just heard was oh, a little arch rookie, you know? enemy and we are wrapping oh, yeah. things up here
3: hey back to montreal <laughs> we are wrapping
2: things up here on the podcast mitch and i are going to go out and enjoy the remaining bands hate breeds on stage right now and we have who do we have coming up twisted sister twisted lamb sister, of god and slayer
3: to close it out the uh, Heavy weekend, as we call it.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm psyched. We got some great pictures. I'm going to be posting some of them on TalkingMetal.com. Be sure to check out Mitch's podcast, One on One with Mitch Lafon, and that should do it. Mitch, thank you for hooking me yeah, up here absolutely. today.
3: If I can ask you just one last thing, what did you? What are your impressions as an American coming up to Montreal and seeing the festival? What do you think? I'm in, I'm impressed,
2: I, and it's like I said to to Zetro in the interview. It's 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 I go to a lot of shows down right. in in New York and I notice usually there isn't a lot of diversity at these shows it's it's you know I, I especially the Winery Dogs a perfect example I was at their show and it, it was all like you know 40 year old dudes you know right. and and here we are with bands that have a long career like Exodus and they and have Slayer, like yeah, Metallica Slayer, 40 years Meta- some of them and, and there's right. I I love seeing the mixture of young teenage faces mixed with the 50 year old faces and and just the community feel that at certain shows in the states we get but it
3: nothing like this so would you recommend that your fans or people listening to you check out heavy montreal
2: absolutely i plan to be here next year too guys as mitch does um and second week of august every second weekend of august every year cool and it's really from the new york area it's not that bad of a uh, drive or even a flight a, a plane flight up here you get 2 days of hard rock and heavy metal here at the festival and then you can enjoy the
3: city of montreal yeah. and the beautiful island that, that that is on there you go so there are, we're done we're Excellent. done with heavy montreal until 2015 right on
2: and big thanks to zetro for joining us today yeah. and also to Andy, the skipper from 70,000 tons of Metal. metal. We will have that linked through today's show notes as well as Zetro's band that he mentioned, Patriot. That'll be linked through today's show notes. There'll also be a lot of great photos on the site from Heavy Montreal 2014. Thanks
4: guys, we'll see you on the next episode.